Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Romans with part one of this message entitled, The Rock, Jesus Christ. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 9, verse 30. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, open our hearts, O God, to hear this good news, that we may humble ourselves and be saved by your Son, the only Savior of the whole world. And he is also the only judge of the living and the dead. Help us to humble and not stumble and not be offended by the good news of God relating to his son Jesus Christ in whose name we pray amen so the text is from Romans 9 32 and 33 They stumbled over the stumbling stone. As it is written. See I lay in Zion. A stone that causes men to stumble. And a rock that makes them fall. And the one who trusts in him. Will not be ashamed. That is will surely be saved. This text presents us with a stone, a massive stone, not a pebble, a messiah stone. And this stone is a living person, a savior and a judge. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. By grace he is in your way. As the angel of the Lord met Balaam in his way. Believe on him. Commit yourself to him. Sit on this rock. And you will have everlasting rest of eternal life. Ignore him. You will stumble against this rock and you will be destroyed. The choice. Humble and be saved. Or stumble and be destroyed. Jesus Christ, the rock. Moses said, Lord, the Lord is rock. His works are perfect. Jeshurun grew fat and kicked and rejected the rock, his savior. King David said, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God is my rock in whom I take refuge. So the Bible says God is rock. The Bible says Jesus is rock. Therefore the conclusion 
Jesus is God. The Old Testament spoke of the Messiah as rock. This was the understanding of Judaism before the time of St. Paul. So Apostle Paul and Peter understand passages like Isaiah 8 verse 14 and 28 verse 16. Referring to the Messiah. Messiah Jesus Christ. Jesus himself understood this way of interpreting the rock passages. For instance, Psalm 118 verse 22. He quoted this referring to himself. The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. Jeshurun kicked and rejected his rock savior. Isaiah has predicted the same. The psalmist predicted the same. The Messiah was on their way. The way of of the Jews, the people of God. He was talking to them, teaching them, proclaiming the kingdom of God, performing miracles, rebuking them for their evil deeds. They ignored this rock Lying on their way confronting them. They ignored their rock messiah. They stumbled and fell. I say they ignored him. So they stumbled. On the other hand. The hostility of the messiah. To the unbelieving Jews is expressed by Isaiah this way. To them he became a trap and a snare. They were trapped by the cosmic trapper. And they were taken. When you fight with the Messiah, the rock, friends, you lose every time. You kick against your rock, Messiah, Savior. You are wounded and you are trapped. The proper response to the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the massive stone, received by faith the justification, the salvation he brings. But the vast majority Of Paul's kinsmen rejected their Messiah. They did not need a savior. They would justify themselves by their own good works. They have heaped mountains of their good works of stinking filthy rags. Paul himself stumbled over the rock. He gloried in the fact. Based on his own good works of the law. 
He declared himself to be blameless, justified, blameless before God until his blind eyes were opened by a supernatural miracle of the Holy Ghost. Friends, the choices when it comes to our responses to this rock Messiah, Jesus Christ, are only two. Rest on him. Believe on him and be saved. Or kick against this mighty rock and be destroyed. This is what Paul states. In Romans 9, 32 through 33. Salvation by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Or damnation on the basis of your own work righteousness. Or you could say, I did it my way, but it will never work. You do it his way. Kids, you do it his way. And everybody else do it his way. He's not impressed by puny little people singing to him on that day. I did it my way. All those who do it their way will be sent to eternal hell. Every single one will be there. So let us examine the attributes of this massive stone, the Messiah, our Lord Jesus Christ. Number one is an intelligent rock. So we read in Zechariah 3 verse 9, see the stone I have set in front of Joshua. There are seven eyes on that stone. And I will engrave an inscription on it, says the Lord Almighty. And I will remove the sin of this land in a single day. Did you notice? This stone has seven eyes. This Messiah is of infinite intelligence. His eyes are like flaming fire. He knows all things about creatures like us all the time. He sees all things in one view. We cannot lie to him. We cannot hide from him. Did you know that friend? You didn't tell your parents what you did. But he knows. Achan and his family tried to hide. Ananias and his wife tried to lie. They all died. Our problem is our sin. And he will remove our sin based on his cross work of the Good Friday. In one day, he will remove the sin of the land. Friends, trust 
This infinite, intelligent Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and be saved. We are told elsewhere, for the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen, that is to save those who fully trust him. On the other hand, he will destroy everyone who will not trust in him. Number two, he is an immovable rock. Zechariah 12 verse 3. On that day when all the nations of the earth are gathered against her, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock for all the nations. And listen, friend, all who try to move it will injure themselves. He makes Jerusalem, the people of God, an immovable rock for all enemy nations. And all who try to move this massive rock will injure themselves. It is a picture of the church built upon the foundation of the living stone, the Messiah. And believers, the living stones are built into it. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Friends, don't mess with the Messiah's church. You will die. You will injure yourselves. Number three is a rock of stumbling. Isaiah 8, 13 and 14, the Lord Almighty, the Lord of hosts, the Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of the armies, is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. And he will be a sanctuary for you. But for both houses of Israel, he will be a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he'll be a trap and a snare. Nobody gets out of the trap God places. Isaiah and his people are not to fear what unbelieving Israel fear. That is, the Assyrian invasion will come like a mighty flood and wipe out those who do not trust in the Lord of Israel. But Isaiah and his people, to them it is said, do not fear what they fear. You, they. They are not you, and you are not they. There is a difference between a believer and all unbelievers. You rest in God. Let them rebel against God and they shall be destroyed. You fear God. You regard God as holy and live a life pleasing to him. Serve the Lord, the psalmist says. With fear. Rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun. 
lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Sanctify him and he'll be a sanctuary for you. He'll be a refuge for you. He'll be your salvation. But this sanctuary, this Lord will be a stone of stumbling to the unbelievers. Because like Ahaz, they refuse to believe in the Lord. They will stumble and fall. The rock will see to it that you fall. This God will be a trap. And a snare for them. They'll be trapped and taken. And destroyed. And Peter understood this. And he applies this passage in 1 Peter 3.15 to Jesus Christ. He says, do not fear what they fear. Do not be frightened by the world or the devil, that is. But in your heart set apart Christ as Lord. That is, in your heart sanctify Christ as Lord. Then the Lord will be your sanctuary. Your sanctuary and their stone of stumbling. Peter sees God Almighty of Isaiah 8.13 as Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Lord of the armies, sir. If he is for us, who can be against us? He is Emmanuel. He is mighty God. Mighty to save. Mighty to save his people, sir. He is the pillar of cloud and the fire. As we journey on our way to heaven. He is our shelter in the time of storm. They are broken and taken. But we are saved in the sanctuary of God. Saint David says. We will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. God is our house. Our sanctuary. And Zechariah says, he is a wall of fire around us. And he'll be the glory within the city of God. Fear God. The fear of God will keep you from sinning. Let me ask you a simple question. Why do you sin? You don't. Fear God. Therefore you don't fear your mother. Your pastor. Your father. Your teacher. That's the reason sir. Let's be very simple about it. Number four. Rock of salvation. Isaiah 28 verse 16. And 17. Let me read it to you. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, behold, open your eyes, take a look at it. I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone, 
a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. The one who trusts will never be dismayed. I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plumb line. Hail will sweep away your refuge, the lie, and water will overflow your hiding place. And Jesus makes reference to this in Matthew 7, 24 and following. Rock of salvation. When it comes to salvation, the choice is trust in the rock Messiah. Or what, sir? Trust in yourselves. That heap of filthy rags which sends out a stench into the nostril of a holy God. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Religions, philosophies, science, art and alliances of nations cannot save us. Only Jesus Christ can. So do not make human lies once refuge, because it will be swept away. The lies of salvation by our own works. Isaiah says, see I lay a stone in Zion. Sovereign Lord has taken initiative. To save us by sending his son into the world to live such a life of humiliation. And die on the cross such terrible death. As a cursed person, as a blasphemer. He died there in our place. Bearing our sins. Friends. I lay in Zion a stone, El Capitan, massive, strong, consistent, unchangeable, abiding, reliable stone. It's a tested stone. The devil tempted him and the father tested him and he defeated the devil. He passed all the tests of the father. He came to do the Father's will, and he did, and he died. And he said, it is finished. He died on the cross, accomplishing our redemption. His Father certified him. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. All the world, listen to him. Including the angels, they are looking down to understand what is happening in terms of God's plan of redemption of human beings. He's also a testing stone. He tests those who profess to be Christians as God tested Abraham. He tests us. He will cut down fruitless trees and we know our chaff from the wheat. The Bible says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they died for their faith. True people of God. And we are told he's a precious stone 
Who can estimate his worth? He is the eternal son. He is the sinless God man. He is of infinite worth. He is the treasure buried in the field waiting for your discovery. He is the pearl of great price. You sell your all to possess him as Lord and Savior. St. Peter says the blood of Jesus he calls by the precious blood of Jesus. The rich young ruler did not see the infinite worth of this Messiah. And he went away sad. He's precious and in him we are also precious. We read he's a foundation stone. Sure foundation. This is the foundation stone for the church. Nobody can destroy the church. Because nobody can destroy this foundation stone. Jesus Christ, the eternal son, God and man. Build on this foundation stone your life. The life of your family. And the life of the church. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3.11. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid. Which is Jesus Christ. This foundation shall not give way. When hail comes and flood comes and storm comes and rain comes, it abides. The church built upon this rock Messiah abide forever. It is mightier than anything the devil, the world can marshal against it. The gates of hell shall crumble before the church built on this foundation. Foundation of most churches is not Jesus Christ, not the apostles' doctrine. Therefore, God's anathema rests upon such churches. They are not churches but synagogues of Satan. But the church built upon Christ by Christ shall abide forever. Jesus said, Remember. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. It endures forever. Don't build on sand foundation of human philosophies and ideas. Build on the rock, Messiah. Sand foundation of human work righteousness must be rejected. It's rubbish. It's filthy rags. Build on the rock foundation of grace righteousness. That is lived by faith in Jesus Christ. Build on the foundation stone of Jesus. He is also the cornerstone. 
cornerstone, friends, is the first stone laid when a building is built. Every other stone must relate to it. The cornerstone is the standard. It determines the orientation and the strength of the building. He is the living stone. On this are built the living stones of believers to complete the spiritual temple of Christ's church. Friends, Christ is the living stone. Rejected by the builders, the leaders of Israel, the Sanhedrin. They were looking for a designer messiah. One they could design. So they rejected Christ who would not conform to the builder's design. They crucified him. But Jesus rose from the dead conquering sin and hell and death and Satan, the world and the flesh. So he says to John the Apostle, I was dead. But behold, I'm alive forevermore. I hold in my hands the keys of hell and death. Living stone, sir. He lives forever. He's the living foundation stone. The living person. We are little living stones. Made alive by Christ. Who is the life giving spirit. And we were made alive by his resurrection. Saint Peter says in 1 Peter 1 3. Praise be to God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He is the living stone because God raised him up. And we are living stones because Jesus Christ raised us up. And the Lord adds to the church such as should be saved. Let me read this to you, First Peter 2. As you come to him, the living stone, the living stone, that is the foundation, rejected by men but chosen by God and precious to him, you also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And then he quotes all these stone passages. From the Old Testament. Relating them to Jesus Christ. As we come by faith. To the living stone. We are being built into a spiritual house. Friends we. Church is not a pile. Of autonomous stones. Lying around. Without relationship to anybody. Coming when you feel like. And going when you feel like. No connectedness to the foundation stone and to every other living stone. We are a house built by God and by Jesus Christ. We are permanent. We are not moving around, sir. We are committed to Christ and committed to the people of God. 
a spiritual house where God dwells, where we offer us priests of God spiritual sacrifices. Friends, this stone is rejected by, by men. Wise men, powerful men, rich men, political men, scientific men, and Christian men. Yet chosen by God. And in him we are chosen too. He is beloved of God and in him we are beloved of God, sir. He is precious to God. He is honored by God. So also in Jesus Christ we are precious to God. And we are honored by God. Let everyone mock Christ and Christians. Let them slander us. No one thing. You are chosen in Christ. Precious in Christ. Honored by God in Christ. Heavenly Father we praise you and thank you. For being gracious to sinners like us. You planned our eternal salvation in Jesus Christ. And in the fullness of time. You send your son. Born of a woman born under the law to redeem those who are under the law. That they may receive blessing of salvation. I lay a stone in Zion. And he came on our way through the preaching of the gospel. And you enabled us to believe in him. He said, come unto me, I will give you rest. We came and sat on him. We came and rested on him. And we have been saved. In Jesus' name, amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio, a part one of this message entitled, The Rock, Jesus Christ. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.